Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, it's Gator. And today, we're coming to you live from, boy, we're, I'm not going to lie guys, we're all thrown off. <laughs> It's it's been a whole thing, like a whole thing. J- we're coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios here at. Uh, I made signs. Going for the lemonade stand look. There is that what's going on there? You got you kind of there. I thought they were artsy. Okay, Jerry. So one of those things where like if if people walk by. You know, and, and see the backwards are they feel sorry for us and want to pull over and stop and listen. <laughs> listen to our podcast. Is that what's going on? Okay. For 10 cents. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. No, so today we're uh, chilling out at the uh, JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios here at Riverman Cigar Company. And, um, you know, getting, yeah. getting going a little later. We got the humidor you know, behind us. We do. We do. A nice array of Aladinos. Exactly. And uh, I look like a... I, so we're doing the camera thing again, and you've shrunk. I look like a midget. I have shrunk because the chair that I'm in is significantly shorter than the chair that Jeff is in, and uh, it has. I feel a wee bit superior. It's definitely causing a height issue. <laughs> You're here. really paranoid about this, aren't you? I'm taking up like less than a quarter of the screen. <laughs> yeah, but you're filling it in nicely. Well, thank you. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Actually, now that I think about it, anyway. <laughs> so fill up your quarter. Whatever. Spectacularly. All right. So anyway, so today, guys, we're going to be smoking a cigar that was uh, recommended to me by Dan the Man Ponder over here at Riverman. And um, I made a sign what the for, hell is that? I made a sign for Dan, too. What What the hell? We love Dan. Okay. 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 Multiple. People said we needed signs. Multiple hearts. That's nice. Yeah. Well, this is signifies how much I love Dan. And this little one here signifies how much you do. Wait, what? That's 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 not right. I had the sign. Anyway, so we have a cigar that came uh, Dan at re- me <laughs> Nick at the, at the recommendation of Dan the Man Ponder. Here we have the uh, we have the Dreamer by Luciano. It is a uh, seven and a half by thirty eight uh, Lancero, featuring a um, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. Uh, Nicaraguan binder and Nicaragua and Peru, uh, Peruvian, Peruvian uh, filler. It's from the Flat Lux collection. Um, Fiat, Fiat, Fiat Lux. Oh, if you're gonna if you're gonna read the, it's band, also got a really nice gold uh, little ribbon ribbon on it. Yeah, I wonder if Mr. Jonathan tied those on all those cigars. <laughs> I hear he likes to tie yellow ribbons. Tie a yellow ribbon. Wasn't around an old oak tree from what I heard, but, you know. Oh, my. Anyway, hmm. we'll move on. So, <clears throat> anyway, so, yeah, so why don't we go ahead and uh, get going in the cigar here. We have a Lancero, so it'll, you know, take a little bit of time. So, and the, the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman oh, Cigar Company. On. And uh, over here at Riverman Cigar Company. And I uh, love Dan. 
Nick loves Dan. Damn it, Jeff. <laughs> anyway, so no, uh, we're chilling out here at Riverman. It's been a good day. Lots of guys coming in and watching football. Lots of people coming in. It was in crowded and, when we got yeah, here. It was picking up. We've had a lot of people rolling through and picking up cigars. Uh, just you know, little little quick in and outs and whatnot. Yeah. And, I mean. Dan's got all kinds of good stuff. He's got that. He still has a couple of the uh, Tatawahe Monster uh, series boxes up front there. Um, I just picked up a pack of the uh, Asylum Devil's Night cigars the other night, but he's still got a couple of packs of those left. Um, obviously, he has quite a bit of the uh, Ace Prime cigars, uh, Luciano cigars, um, including the Dreamer here, as well as. Uh, you know, quite a few others, the Fiat Lux and other ones. Yeah. I mean, guys, Dan's got a really great humidor. You can There's see only part of it in the back. This is just a window. Yeah, there are cabinet humidors adorning the walls. All over the place. There's cigars everywhere. There's more Flat Luxes right there. Fiat. Fiat Lux. What? Fiat. Oh. Like the car. Fiat. A Fiat? Yes. Oh. Yeah. It's an I, not an L. It's not a flat lux. It looks like an L, like a, like a lowercase L. It's an it's an I. Well, how do I know that? It looks like a lowercase L because all the other letters are. I okay, believe, that's a valid point. Capitalized. Yeah. So why would the L be lowercase? I, you see my confusion. Okay. Anyway, so guys, seriously, um, you know, one of the na- great things about Dan is he wants you to have a relationship with him yeah. as as your cigar shop. You know, maybe you don't have a brick and mortar and. You know, Dan feels it's really important to maintain or to to create and then maintain a relationship with your brick and mortar shop. Because here's the deal. You know, we're coming into a time period where you're going to have a lot of uh, cigar shortages and various things like that. And, you know, it's good to have a brick and mortar guy on your side. You want an advocate. You do. You do. You want somebody that can watch and, hey, say, hey, I know this guy really likes the... Big ring gauge cigars. So I'm going to, you know, when I get the email from uh, Asylum saying yep. that we got the 9x90s rolling in, I might tell him, you know, hey, man, those 9x90s, they, they just drop ship. We should have them in the next couple of days yep. to where then when they come in, boom, you can be on it right away. You know, you're not going to get that kind of customer service from the online guys. The and I'll online tell you- guys, they're just going to put it out. And then you got to just run and get it. And I'll tell you on a personal note, if you're having a bad day, which I've, I've had a bad day a couple of times when I've been in here, and Dan will give you a hug. So what I want you to do is when you come into Riverman, just ask Dan for a hug if you're having a rough day. Anyway, you, 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 it's good to have a good relationship with your brick and if mortar. You're, if you're calling in, by the way, to do a mail order, ask him for you know like a hug over the phone. How does that work? You could do like an air hug, like on Zoom or something. What about Miss FaceTime? Oh, Cindy will kick my ass if I tell people (laughs) to hug her. But you can give Dan a hug, and he's going to love it. So just tell him Gator. Gator said so. Anyway, guys. There goes the sponsor. So, no, you you know, it's one of those things. Why don't you start building that relationship? Call Dan the Man Ponder today. You know, you can call. He does mail order. You can get... You can get singles of cigars. You can get boxes of cigars. Um, you know, he's got all kinds of great stuff. You can put together a nice little variety sampler of different sam- uh, singles from his humidor and get those shipped to you right away. So that's, How much bigger your head is in the video than mine? I'm closer to the camera than you oh, are. Oh, okay. It's at an angle. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. 
I need to get mine out of the cellophane. Anyway, come to so Riverman Cigar Company. Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. So now it's good time to go ahead and uh, cut the cigar. Get mine out of the cellophane. He's gonna take forever getting his out of the cellophane now. It's a fancy little cigar here. So it's got the nice Luciano, you know, band on it and everything. Got a little little pigtail on the cap there, and um, it's a fancy little Lancero. A small little twist on the cap. Well, I wondered why it was the flat lux because it's round. It's fiat. That would make a lot more sense if it was a box press. But it's not flat lux. You just can't read. <gasps> Got it. Or write, evidently. So, all right. Well, I'm glad that that's over with. So now we can go ahead and. Ooh, that was start. squeaky. Did you hear that? That is. Oh God, that's horrible. Is that a. Ah, stop it. We should just pull the pigtail off. Should. I'm going to do that. I am going to. Oh, man. Oh, you janked it. You should have went pigtail. Should have went pigtail. You really should have. Look at this. Look how good that looks. Oh, crap. Well, I'll make it work. Nice job. Okay, guys. For future reference, if you smoke this thing, just do the pigtail. Pull the pigtail. Don't do the straight cut. I did a straight cut thinking that was the way to go. Really? I'm going to take a phone call in the middle of the show there. <laughs> all right. Let's work. Ooh, cred. Work calling. Okay. we got early deadlines this well, week. All right. For the so, Thanksgiving holiday. Let's give this thing a cold draw here. Mmm. Yeah, what? Mmm. Mmm. Berries. Yeah. It's berries. Yeah. Like, not necessarily a specific berry, but it's berries. It's, Let me give it one a, more. Like a like a blueberry-ish kind of, it's a berry. I was leading boysen. Oh, God. I like boysen berries. Mm. Blueberry, blackberry kind of thing. Ooh, 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 ooh. What? Black raspberries. All day. Okay. Yep. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Nope. It's got a real berry sweetness like kind of thing yeah, going on. Yeah, very good. I'm nope. going to do the cold retro. Really good. I'm going to light my cigar. Yeah, you can really get it on the cold retro. You should have tried it. You're missing out. I'm going to light it here. I have to borrow your lighter. I left mine in the car. Danke. I'm used to you having to borrow my lighter. It's true. So it's, it's what it is. Well, you know why I leave them in the car? Because I forget them places. So if I leave it in the car, I'm never without it. Until it falls down. Unless you, the like, walk into the cigar shop and, you know, don't have it. Drop my show notes. I actually made show notes today. You did. I saw that. I know. I'm trying Give to be a more, copy. trying to be more professional since, you know, we have the, the partner, the, uh, the YouTubes. The VOD? Yeah, having the, the, the video side of it all, trying to be a little bit... Ooh, that's hot. Oh, yeah. Mind that lighter. Because you have to light it like... Now, see, that's the thing. Now people can see just how much you, like, scorch the hell out of your I didn't. Cigar. It looks... Look at that. Like, surface of the sun. Look at that. Perfect light. <laughs> anyway. Initial <sighs> thoughts on the uh, on the Dreamer? Well, it has a good flavor. It does. It's got a really good flavor. 
Got to remember that it's a Lancero, which means I got to smoke it just a little slower. Exactly. Than I normally would. Anyway, so, Jeff. Yes. You and I went to the movies the other night. We did. It was the first time. There's going to be some spoilers, guys. I'm wanting to say that that's the first time since COVID that you and I have gone to the movies together. I think you're right. I think you're actually right. Yeah. This is the first time since COVID. Because I've been a couple of times. And but I've not been with a couple of times, but I don't think you came. Yep. So I'm pretty sure this is the first time since COVID hit that you and I went to the movies together. And boy, it was a nice rude awakening of what it's like to go to the movies <laughs> with you. I swear. I don't know what your problem is. So, okay, guys. Jeff has zero ability to be on time anywhere. So, like, True. So, like, we have this movie at 9.30, okay? Yes. So, it's like 9 o'clock, and yeah. I call him, and he's still at home. It was a half-hour drive. I made it in time. You made it by the skin of your teeth. I was teeth. on time. Skin of your teeth. And I even told you, there's 20 minutes of previews. But there's not. There were. There's not. And you even made it at the very end of those. That's true. You know? After I got my, uh, you know... Accoutrements, my mm-hmm. snacks and whatnot, beverages. Yes, the snacks that leads into that. So, so if you would have been on time, okay, you could have like you know taken the time in the beginning to prepare all of your snacks. But I but didn't want to do that prior to the movie starting because then I'm out of food by the time the movie starts, and you know, it's just miserable. I'm not saying you have to eat it; you have to prepare it. Because that's the thing. You spent the first 20 minutes of that movie opening up freaking condiment packs to, like, pour shit all over your hot dog. I like a lot of mustard. Obviously. You spent the first 20 minutes of the movie opening up. I mean, I'm sitting next to you, and it's just all these, like, little packs and everything. And then, and he's shifting, and he's got this tray of food with the hot dog and the nachos. And God, the nachos just smelled horrific because you got to get the jalapenos and everything. Well, and yeah. you're just, you just, you just have this like ability to like do everything except concentrate on the movie itself. It was driving him nuts. And it was driving me insane because it's distracting me. And then, then you'd then, already seen it. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> we went and saw Ghostbusters because yes. I liked it so much. But I saw it again today, actually. But I didn't want to, like, you know, I, I mean, I wanted to enjoy it the second time. So then, then after the food, after the food, that's when suddenly you start checking your phone. My stocks. You, I see you over there just like, like peeking at your phone, like all slyly, like, you know, and everything I like had that. the screen turned down. I was trying to be, you know. It wasn't that turned down, dude. It was actually bright as a thousand fucking suns sitting next to me, okay? Like, I was I'm in, checking I'm in my the nose theater, And that's exactly it. Yeah. I ask you, what are you doing? And you're like, I'm checking my stocks. Really? You couldn't have taken two hours to not check no, your because, stocks man, that's, on a Friday night? That's when you can lose your ass in crypto. God. Any, any big break like that, it's going to go up and you're going to miss it. From nine thirty to eleven thirty on a Friday night, you couldn't have taken you never those know. two hours. That's to how not crypto check your works, stocks. man. Crypto waits for you to not pay attention. It's not like you have like it's like it knows. It's not like you have six figures invested in this crypto to where like I got suddenly, five figures. Yeah, but you're not like. I mean, come on. How many figures do you have invested in crypto? Three, exactly. By the way, I'd like to point out that despite the fact that I said that since it's the Lancero, when you smoke it slowly, this is where I'm at. Right? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good cigar. You are at least twice uh, as far ahead of me. Like, already. You're saying I'm twice as long as you? No, twice as far ahead. Anyway. Yeah, I went back and actually saw Ghostbusters again today. Guys, if you haven't but seen... But then you got up and you went and got a refill. And then you got that bag of gummy bears. And that was the most obnoxious thing. I, mean, I was ready to guys, move on. He won't. He won't move it's on. It's like the freaking cellophane, but it was like in the movie theater with the bag of gummy bears. He's just like over there, like doing you know all this. In well, order, that's obnoxious. In order to like open it up, and then he would take one out, and then you were doing some weird thing, and I saw, I caught you doing it, and I didn't say anything, but like you were like looking at the gummies with your phone. You were like turning your phone. I was on trying to see like, what color they were. I, I knew it. I knew it. I wanted to know what flavor I was eating. I knew that's what you were doing, and I'm thinking, what the fuck does it matter? It's a gummy. What I it, like what is certain it? ones more than other ones. But who cares? They're all ultimately going to go. It's not like you're not going to eat the I tried to ones. save like the grape ones for the end. But you're not going to not eat them. Yeah, but I saved the good ones for the end. But like, oh God. Do you not have anything like that you do that with? I mean, no. Especially <laughs> you not in your nerd the, voice there for a split not second. In the Did you catch dark, that? Especially not in the dark when like, you know. Turn my headphones down a little bit. They're blasting. Right there. There you go. Okay, better. Anyway. Yeah, you went into your nerd voice there for a second. God. You just well, you were at the comic book shop all of a sudden. You just I don't know, dude. You just it's one of those weird little things that uh I don't know. I'm moving your signs, by the way. I asked you to put a pin in something for me. Yes. And what was that? Well, we were taught here here, take your signs. Cause, you know, you had them on the ashtray there and I just, you know. Is that bothersome? Well, I need to use the ashtray. Oh, so, okay. you know, it was kind of one of those things that I didn't want to, like, never mind. Anyway, um, so, no, you and I were talking. We're at, so out of sorts tonight. Why is that? I don't know. It's bad. It's yeah. really bad. But, um, no, so after we got done seeing Ghostbusters, I got in the car. You got in your car. I lit up a cigar. And as I'm doing so, that's when... Um, you called me, I guess, to talk about the movie on your drive home. Yes. And we had to decompress. Yeah. So we were talking about it and um, we were talking about it and I'm trying to figure out how to do this without spoilers. Um, well, we were talking about the original movie and the whole gatekeeper and the key master thing. Okay. That's it. And I admitted something to you. That you should have never admitted. I admitted that it was relatively recently you were today years old not today years old but i was probably 34 years old when it finally dawned on me that the gatekeeper and the keymaster got their names based upon the genders of the people that they possessed and yeah. thus the uh because she had the lock and he had the, the re key. reproduction organs <laughs> exactly yeah. it, it kind of didn't dawn on me until then yeah um and when it did, it finally, I mean, it clicked into place. And I was just like, I mean, my Rick, Rick Moranis bones Sigourney Weaver. Mind blown. And well, at least know, in the movie. Well, And what's funny is that like, I, I had like for the longest time thought I was clever because I was referring to girls as the gatekeeper. <laughs> when you said and it's that. Like, and I'm just like, you know, I'm the key master and, you know, but I can't find my gatekeeper kind of thing. And, it, you know, and, and I then, wish I'd yeah. been there to see that go down because mm. you actually said that out loud to people, didn't you? Oh, 
No, I mean, I did to, like, guy friends. Like, we're talking about girls. But I, it's not like I ever went up to a girl and we're like, are you the gatekeeper? Because I'm the key master. You know, I mean, that's that's literally the nerdy, literally the nerdiest pickup line you could ever give. Dude, that will get you so much at a Comic-Con, though. Yeah. You got to watch yourselves at Comic-Cons. Why is that? Because, dude. Okay, so let All right, we're going on this road for a minute. Of course we are. So, Comic-Cons can attract crazies, the the uber nerd, okay? Oh, no shit. And so, what you have to deal with with that is that these are not exactly the most social people. So, when you get a lot of, like, not very social people around each other, for some reason, they sometimes, like, get uber social. Yeah. And then that's when the hotel sex parties start. It's like, oh my god, I found it's the just introverts. Crazy, like have kind you, of shit. You speak like you know. I've heard of this. Heard stories. Never participated. They used to make fun of that on uh, Big Bang Theory. Oh god, <laughs> Howard and uh, Howard Wallowitz and uh, Raj. I guess double teamed a big giant Sailor Moon girl. That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, it's not outside the realm of possibility. Comic cons are places where the hotel parties can get really crazy depending upon what you're into okay then so there you go i've been to one like cosplay kind of thing by accident by accident i swear to god i went to porter porters up in uh, it's a steakhouse in collinsville illinois yeah and we were there it's in a hotel and they were having a comic con in the hotel unbeknownst to me yeah and we're sitting there waiting for our table at this really expensive. You know what I mean? I know. Porter. Talking about it, it's yeah, an yeah, expensive yeah. place. It is, it is. And these people are all walking by in their cosplay outfits and like Star Trek and Star Wars and Babylon Five. And finally, we're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so I took my date in. We had dinner, and then we just—I—I I decided I should say to walk around because I wanted to see all this. Yeah. And she was not having any part of it. Did not. Yeah, this was many, 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 many years ago. So that's where you blew your opportunity. It might might actually been Kristen. (laughs) Oh my god! When we were dating, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, she didn't. She had no interest in it, but I made her walk around and look at all these goofballs. All right. So I just did a retro hail on the uh, the dreamer by Luciano here. Let me give that a shot. Why don't you do that yourself? Because I'm curious if it's. It's a peppery little guy, isn't it? It is. Yes. I have a cord that's hitting my zipper on my hoodie here, and it keeps making like... Yeah, little, I keep holding mine. Little zippery noises. We're kind of in a weird little setup here, but it's a neat background, though, and that's why we did it. I know. I like yeah. it. I mean, I don't like that I look like two feet tall, but... And twice as big as me. Again, that's the way the camera's positioned, yeah. you know? So it's just one of those things, but... We'll, we'll go with that. Okay. All right. So what else you got in the old show notes there? So um, well, that makes it sound very organized <laughs> and scripted. I think everyone knows that that's not the case no, by now. I mean, I they know not. us well. Duty, a drink from my tasty beverage from Subway. Eat fresh. <sighs> we don't have an endorsement. If you work on it long enough, maybe you will. If you build it, they will come. Exactly. Eat fresh, Subway. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't think Subway was any part of us. Although they had Jared, so I mean, it could be worse. I was going to say, we're not diddling kids. <laughs> no. Let's I mean, put that on the record. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, 
I'm, I, I make fun of you a lot, but I don't think you're no, knowing kids. No. That's, 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 You've seen me write about enough people that were to know better. That's a line that mm-hmm. I don't think you would cross, you know? No. I mean, expose yourself to your lettuce, that's one thing, but diddle kids, no. I defile my lettuce. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, no. It's time for some cigar news. Let's do it. What the fuck is that? Well, that was, that was really loud is what that was. God. Um, I'm going to need a hearing aid. <laughs> probably if I sh- didn't already. Probably should have tested that new drop before I went and used wow. it like that. I uh, do apologize. Oh, I made my eyes water. <laughs> going to have to make sure I edit that down in the uh, a little bit. thing there. Whew. That was a whole thing. Well, yeah, because it was supposed to be low enough that I could be like, you know, and it's time for cigar news with Nick it's and Gator. Time for cigar news. And then if you happen to notice, you know, there was Homer in there. It was like, woohoo, stop the presses. But then it just, no, that music was really Damn, effing loud. That was a thing. Okay. Yeah. All okay, right. then. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I guess we, we rolled that out. <laughs> well. You know what? It's just been a lot of experimentation <laughs> lately, and not in the good, like, you know, I did it once in college kind of way, but in the, like, you know. Butt stuff? No. Oh, okay. Guys don't do that. Girls are the ones that do that. You ever notice that? Girls are the ones that experiment in college. Guys tend to not. Guys don't have the desire to experiment like that. No. I think if you experiment like that, you just might as well switch teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's just my thought. I mean, I've I've been talking too long. Mine has pretty much gone out. <laughs> Damn it! Back to butt stuff. Anyway. What? <laughs> no. I mean, I'm a rocket man. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, your cigar news. Anyway, so cigar news. So first piece of cigar news here is Jeff, the newest Cohiba Specter. Is okay. getting ready to come out. Now, the Spectre, remember when we had Sean Williams on the show? Yes. The Spectre is the limited edition Cohiba. Yeah. They've done three of them in the past, okay? Okay. This is the third one, and it's the most plentiful, but also the most expensive. Okay. They've so, done three in the past, but this is the third. That doesn't make sense. Well, no. They've done three total. So they've done two in the past. Yes. Now this is number Sorry. okay. So anyway, because it sounded like it was a quad did, situation did, where there was a fourth. 2018, 2019, they skipped twenty twenty, so now it's twenty twenty one. Okay, everybody skipped twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Oh. with good reason. In twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen, they made eight uh, one hundred and eighty boxes or eighteen hundred cigars. Okay, ten so cigars, ten, piece. ten to a box. I can do math. This year they're doing five hundred boxes, so they're making five thousand cigars. Okay, okay, but. But, uh, you know what? I'm gonna before I ask you the the question. The 2021 cigar is going to retail. Well, I don't want to say what it's going to retail for. It is a six and a half by 52 Toro with an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper over Connecticut broadleaf binder and Dominican and Nicaraguan filler. Uh, blah 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 blah. Okay, so take a wild guess what the 2021 Cohiba Spectre. Is going to run three hundred thirty-two dollars a piece. No. Okay. Low. High. Mm. Colder. Warmer. You're, you're high. You're okay. High. So probably thirty-six dollars. Hundred and twenty bucks. Damn. That is a one hundred and twenty-dollar cigar, meaning that the box itself of ten is going to run 
technically 10 cents shy because it's actually, you know, one nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. So a box is going to run just under $1,200. Okay, then. Yes. So. I'm, I'm sure they're good. I mean, I was going to say, Sean, buddy. We enjoyed having you on the show. <laughs> Feel free to send us uh, some uh, Kohibis, Cohiba Spectres, and we'll be happy to review them on the show. Oh, yeah. All um, day. All, all day. day. All but, day. Uh, but I don't know. We might any, stretch that into two shows. We might. We might. Because, yeah. I mean, at 120 bucks a piece. Yeah. That's, Just saying. That's significant. So, anyway. I'm so, sure they're good. Moving on. So, Jeff. Yes, sir. 30 members of Congress have started a new caucus. What is it? The Cigar Caucus. Damn straight. Who are they? Do we know? I, I don't. I, there is a list available on Half Wheel. However, I would like to point out that Congressman Dan, Dan Muser, Republican of Pennsylvania, and Congressman Tom Emmer, Republican of Minnesota, are going to be the chair and vice chair, and they're the guys that have been pushing for this. And the caucus is described as an informal group dedicated to preserving the artisan craft of the cigar industry while educating members on how the cigar industry impacts American families, workforce, agriculture, and the economy. Okay, right now, we have to get one of those two guys on the show. I think that would be a great idea. I think that would be a great idea. I also think they need to do their level best to get Dick Durbin. You dick! To at least informally join... The caucus, because I think if anybody needs to learn about what cigars can do, um, you know, in terms of the economy, in terms of impact in South America, immigration, yep. the Caribbean, this and yeah. that, and whatever else, I think it's Dick Durbin. You dick! Now, I'm going to institute an Adam Protocol. What? I'm going to do it right now, and I'm going to say it out loud. If we get one of these two representatives on. I will not do the Dick Durbin. We cannot play you- Dick. I will not the do Dick that. Dick Durbin. I will not do that. Yeah. We could You dick. It will be you the show that we don't talk about Dick Durbin. You dick. And and play that at the same time. Yes. We'll 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 refrain if either one of these gentlemen come on and and you know cuz we don't want to be disrespectful. Cuz let's be honest, if they're in DC, they know that Dick Durbin's a dick. You dick. Anybody who's met Dick Durbin. You dick. Knows he's a dick. So it's it's okay. The IRS is gonna come after us. <laughs> God, it's true. They probably oh, are. So, so true. Anyway, but there are thirty founding members to the group, and I would just like to point out that uh, currently all are Republican. Oh, however, come on. however, no, however, you know there are some Democrats, many out of Florida, yes. that I believe would be willing to join. So yes. I and just think they, here's need, the thing. they just need to, to do so. I'm going to admit to you right now, I, I lean conservative. I am conservative, let's be honest. But I know. I don't know if that's an admitting thing. I think anybody who's paid any attention on the show up <laughs> to this enough. point should probably realize that. I was just trying that. to clarify for those that didn't know. I mean, I'm surprised you're not wearing your Let's Go Brandon t-shirt. <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> don't start that bullshit. <laughs> um, but that being said. I know there are Democrats that are cigar smokers and would get on this that are in D.C. Oh, yeah. And we need it to be bipartisan. Exactly. Exactly. Because that's the problem anymore. We've gotten to the point that we can't talk to each other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have Nancy Pelosi ramming this bullshit bill through the Build Back Socialist plan. You know, and then you had Dick Durbin. You dick! Desperately trying to put his uh, tobacco tax uh, in the middle of that as a way to make money. Well, they haven't added it back in yet, have they? 
Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, but it's going to the Senate now, so keep your but eyes you out, guys. You know that tricky son of a bitch is uh, just waiting for the next opportunity. Tricky Dick Durbin. You dick! <laughs> You're just so proud of that. I really am. Oh. Uh, yeah. Anyway. But no, that being said, I know that there are good Democrats out there that believe in cigar rights and would be on our side with this, so I hope they join the caucus. Exactly. Maybe uh, for the next show, or if we can line up one of these representatives to come on and give us a few minutes. Maybe we can work something out where, you know, we can get the list on the show and let everybody know if their congressman is part of this. Well, like I said, the list is available in an article on halfwheel.com okay. right now. So you can go on and look at that. And uh, look, um, our congressman is not, but I know our congressman in the past has um, written back to me. I mean, granted, it's a letter from a staffer yeah. in the office or whatever, but, you know, expressing support of premium cigars. So, you know, we yes. at least have that going on yep. for us. Mike, Mike Bost has done that. Yep. So, so. All right, and last little bit of news here. So there's some good news for cigar smokers in North Carolina. Okay. So the state has implemented a cap on cigar tax in the state. Um, oh, good. The cap is set at no more than 30 cents per cigar or 12.8% of the wholesale price. So what that essentially means, according to Half Wheel, is that Cigars with an MSRP of $4.70 or more should see final prices reduced as taxes paid on those cigars will decrease. Oh, good deal. So what that means is that, um, uh, you know, when you go to the store, assuming your retailer, you know, lowers accordingly, you should pay less for cigars that are less than $4.70 MSRP. That's awesome. The law also did another change, though. Good or bad? It's going to impact online sales. And Good. what this does is it means that now out-of-state tobacco retailers are going to need to acquire a license for only $10 from the state of North Carolina, but they're going to have to pay that 12.8% tax on cigars sold to consumers within North Carolina. So essentially, North Carolina is now getting their hands on online sales, and it's leveling the playing field between the online guys and the brick-and-mortar guys. This is the one thing that every state should do. Because it's not fair that you got some big giant conglomerate that can come in and sell a cigar and not charge tax when they're making their local retailers do it. It's not fair and it needs to stop, and I applaud them for doing it. So, yeah. So, North Carolina is actually doing some And there's stuff probably there. cigar smokers that are mad at me because they want to go buy them cheaper online. Support your local stores for the love of God. That's what I was saying earlier when talking about Dan. You need that relationship with the brick and mortar mm-hmm. shops because otherwise, A, you're not going to have a brick and mortar near you. And let's be real, smoking bans are all over the damn place. And so you, there's only so many places you can go and smoke. But also, look, there's limited edition cigars coming out all the time. Yep. And everybody's always chasing them down and whatnot. Well, wouldn't it be easier for you to call up your brick and mortar guy that you have a relationship with and say, Hey, are you guys getting in the blah, blah, blah. And they can like either set one aside for you or maybe look into it if they weren't going to get it or something like that, or even alert you when it comes in. I mean, you're not going to get that kind of customer service. If you're, if it's the first time you're walking through the door, you have to build the relationship. I have cigar shops and not just Dan. That when they get something in that they think I'm going to like, they'll reach out to me. They'll send me a message on Messenger mm-hmm. or a text message or whatnot. And that goes a long way. Yeah. Because they know. Well, I mean, look, it's a sale. Mm-hmm. They know by letting you know, it helps them generate a sale. Yep. So. Absolutely. Anyway. Well, so that's the, good news so coming out of, what would you say, North Carolina? North, North Carolina. Good deal. It's okay. So that would be cigar news for this week. 
So uh, I'm not going to play the music again because that was uh, that was really it loud. was eardrum shattering. I I I'm, I'm ringing over yeah, here. I'm not going to lie. So I bet thoughts on the Dreamer by Luciano. Okay, so I'm really enjoying this. I'm smoking it a lot I mean, faster dude, than you are. You've got to slow yeah. that down. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. This is a good smoke. Good flavor. A lot of a lot of good smoke production. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, I really don't have any burn line issues though. Even no, smoking even, as fast even as I am. Even though you're smoking like you know you've got somewhere to be. Yeah. I mean you uh, you 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 don't have any runs going on there, which I'm kind of not. impressed with because typically with a Lancero, you know if you smoke yeah. fast, you get runs and everything. So true that. I'll give you that. That's good. So have we talked about your concert experience yet? We've not. I think we need to go into that. We can go into that. You went to see Genesis. I did. So tell everybody how that all went down. So I went up to Chicago, and I went and saw Genesis. I had a couple of tickets. Um, now, now, let me jump in. You might think, oh, you're in Illinois. You went to Chicago. No big deal. It's no, a long drive, guys. It's a long drive. So it was an 8 o'clock show. I... Uh, Left about eh, two, yeah, two fifteen, and um, made it to the United Center. I don't know, maybe less than an hour before the show started. Yeah, long enough to get in through the uh, surprise. Given traffic in Chicago, you even got there that quick. It actually wasn't that bad. Good, um, but uh, I will say this: <sighs> Look, this may trigger some of the people that are more sensitive to the COVID situation. But I'm just going to say this. The COVID mitigations at the United Center were a fucking joke. So they told us all, you got to have your proof of vaccination or your shot record in order to get in. And you have to wear a mask the whole time. Okay, fine. So I bring my shot record with me and I get to the thing and there's a guy at the door and he's like, need to see shot records and tests, shot records and tests. Mm -hmm. I hold my shot record out like this. He doesn't even barely look at it. He just waves me on. All he saw was a piece of paper. Because you had it. Yeah. I could have probably, I mean, if I didn't have a shot, I could have gotten a shot record from anybody I know but that has a shot. Apparently, that's illegal. But you get my point. Yeah. I mean, they weren't looking. No. And then when you get inside and they have the whole mask policy, that only matters unless you're eating or drinking. And then if you just happen to not put your mask back on, nobody says a single word. Yeah. I mean... There were people all over the place. Because it's all a goddamn joke. Those cloth masks don't do shit. Anyway. And quite frankly, I don't think the the blue and white, like the paper medical ones, do much either. You know, if you're wearing a hazmat suit, yeah, it's going to keep it out. If I can fart and you can smell it through your mask, it ain't protecting you. All I know is the mitigations were a joke and it was more of a pain in the ass than they were actually worth. But the show itself was absolutely incredible. Now, you've um, seen Phil Collins before, which we've talked about on here. I have, and that was three years ago. He's a little rougher for the road, yeah. you know, in three years. But, you know, look, I kind of chalked it up to um, this is going to be the probably the last time they're ever yep. making a swing through that I'm going to be able to see him. I have absolutely 100% no regrets going to see him. It was a great time, and, I mean, it, it was it was perfect. So, Got back to the car and proceeded to drive home. Got home at like 4.30 in the morning. Oh, God. 
I and it still has thrown cannot, off. And it has thrown off my sleep all week. I cannot believe that you drove to Chicago and back in one day. We've done that before, and it was brutal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brutal. Well, yeah, it was especially made more brutal because we were driving your Jeep. <sighs> in and, a windstorm. And we were up at freaking FOIA Fest, or I'm sorry, Snooze Fest, that like didn't make it any easier staying awake on the drive home. So it, I'll tell you, I was driving... With the steering wheel turned at probably what well, yeah, a thirty to forty five degree there was angle that storm, and it was like blowing. I was driving into the wind, the holding road. the steering wheel to keep from getting pushed off the road. It was bad. Yeah, it was, it was real it was bad. Really bad. So it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. Yeah. Yep. But no, you had a really good time. I did, and um, you know, I, I wish I'd been able to make the trek with you, but I had too much going on at work. Mm-hmm. I get. It. It's all right. It worked out. Good deal. So, anyway, so, you want to get into some Ask the Boys? Let's do it. Okay. Maybe here. There we go. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You got to ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You got a question. You ask the apple. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. So, okay, guys, it is that time for Ask the Boys, where we answer listener questions that come in through the week. And you can get your questions into us by calling the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000. I'd hold up a sign right now if we had a sponsor for this. So when we get one, well, we don't. I'll get you a sign, so, guys. Yeah. So, you know, let's get on that, guys. And then we can uh, we can do that. Yeah. So, all right. First caller here on this week's Ask the Boys. What up, what up? It's Barbecue Gas Holler, also known as Jesus. Jesus. Go ahead, like, and subscribe to my YouTube channel at BBQ1203. Well, I have a three-part question. Question? Yeah. Cigar aficionados is going to come out with their list pretty soon, and I smoked a Charter Oak Maduro. In the Rothschild size, and I'm gonna pick that one to win. I'm just curious to see what's your early selection for cigar aficionados. Number one cigar of the year. Ooh, man. Also, that cigar has a closed foot. That's a shirt burner. Uh, I was wondering if you know why would the blender put a closed foot on a cigar? I might be able to answer that. And okay. the last part is, how the hell do you light that? What's the proper way of lighting a closed foot cigar? Away from your clothes. And that's all. Thank you. Awesome. All right, man. Well, first of all, um, as for, well, we'll start on the Charter Oak and the questions, and then we'll circle back to the cigar aficionado thing. How's okay. that? So in terms of why they would have a closed foot, it's a little extra wrapper. So when you light it and you're drawing on it to to get the cigar going and everything, you're going to get a lot more wrapper flavor and everything to it. Just so a burst of that. Just at the a beginning, little yeah. burst of wrapper flavor on the beginning before you start getting the tobacco from the binder and the filler. So you get a little bit of a of a taste more of the wrapper than anything else. So I would suspect that it's because uh, Nick Melillo and the folks over there at Foundation really want you to try the Maduro wrapper that you're talking about. Now, as for how you light it. 
like Jeff said, away from your clothes yes. because it will flake. Otherwise, it's happened to me. It's happened to Nick. It's happened to almost everybody I know. Otherwise, I would just say just light it the way you would normally light a cigar and just make sure you keep it kind of away from you and just be careful. But it should theoretically kind of almost sear itself to the ashes yeah. a little bit too. So yeah. It, and it the one should. thing you're not going to get is a good cold draw on that. No, no. Because it's, it's essentially plugged up on the end. So that's going to create a real problem for a cold draw. So if you're doing the cold draw, you know, just skip it on that cigar. And as for the Cigar Aficionado Cigar of the Year. Um, well, I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Cigar releases have been very, like, odd this year. Um, you know, there's been some new stuff. There's been um, some releases. You know, it's hard for me to say exactly what uh, what they might be looking at. The other thing with them is they're kind of behind. It seems like sometimes they're behind on, um, you know, what they review. And so, like, something that maybe came out in 2020, they might have reviewed in 2021, which maybe they might, you know, use it for the 2021 cigar of the year. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, how do, how is something going to fall? You know? Yeah. I don't I don't know. And do they count new Vitolas or do they, like, I don't know what. I don't know what the parameters are. So with that, is it going to be a completely new blend? Yeah. So with that being said, I don't know what I would say the what the cigar aficionado cigar of the year is going to be. For me, in terms of new cigars that came out this year that I've smoked that I've enjoyed, um, that for me would be maybe in a personal running for cigar of the year. Um, the Fiat Lux, just the red, not, not the, not the dreamer here, although this is really, really good. Really good. Um, but the, uh, but the Fiat Lux, um, by Luciano, that's a fantastic cigar. Yep. A lot of spice to it. Good flavor and everything. And, um, now, I don't remember, I don't remember who all was on the list last year. Um, cause one that I'm thinking of, and I don't know if it's a specialty, you know, it was a limited release, so I don't even, even know if it gets into their, Yagua. Like, yeah, the Yagua. Yeah, I don't know. The Yagua was great. You know, there have been some great new things for Maladino. I'll tell you that Perla Del Mar Corojo that mm -hmm. JC Newman uh, put out, um, I know yep. that that made it into the contenders pack for the Cigar Authority. Yep. That's a really great little new cigar. That Perla Del Mar is a um, good line. You know, the other one that uh, I'm thinking of off the top of my head, and it just. Oh, uh, the 2021 uh, Las Calaveras oh, from yeah. Crown Heads. Yep. Dude, awesome cigar. I mean, really, really good. So there's some there's some good contenders out there. I just don't know how they fit into the Cigar Authority, or I'm sorry, Cigar Aficionado um, parameters for yeah. their Cigar of the Year. But uh, but no, there's some good sticks out yeah. there. Yeah, I'm so. real curious to see. All right. So next up, we have a couple of calls here from one caller. So we'll go ahead and start this round here. Uh, this is, uh, Noah, Mr. C49. Um, just got a couple of things to address. Yes, I was a little triggered about the snake thing. <laughs> uh, y'all need to get over that. They're wonderful, wonderful creatures. Uh, next, um, is the world ready for a video version of YouTube? Is no. that just no. too much sexiness for the world to handle? 
And my question for no, this week it. is, Nick, what did you think of I Am Sam? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched I Am Sam. I have not watched it's I Am Sam. It's literally the most depressing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I've never watched it. And so. that's given I've seen the 52 years of my own life. So take that for what it's worth. Okay. Yeah. Well, I haven't watched it, so I can't say. I, okay. I don't know. Okay. Make the, make the listeners and the viewers a pledge. I'm not going to watch the most depressing thing you've ever seen in your life. It's because I've seen some of your life. They even reference it in uh, uh, Tropic Thunder. Oh God! They they talk about it in Tropic Thunder. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch it. Simple Sam. Jack. Oh God! Simple Jack is I am Sam. All right. Well, I'm. I'm it's highly <laughs> doubtful. I'm going to watch I am Sam. But you. But you've seen. I've seen Tropic Thunder. You've seen Tropic Thunder, so yes. you know at least kind of where I'm getting at there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You never go full. Moving on. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> hey, Jerry Polisky here. Oh, Jerry Polisky. <laughs> I apologize, gentlemen. I have been away and I'm not able to call in a while. Uh, I, the courts had issued a vacation for me <laughs> for a nonviolent crime. And I could not call, but uh, I am out on bail, <laughs> thanks to my dear friend uh, John Quimby there, as it turns out. Quimby. And so I could call you all. Uh, I have a couple bones to pick. I'm going to come right out swinging there, as it turns out. <laughs> Don't uh, try to pick my bone. Uh, Nick, uh, if, if I'm keeping score at home, as it turns out, you uh, have a trouble retrohaling. You do not drink coffee. You rarely drink alcohol, as it turns out. Uh, you cry during movies. It's all true. And you have night terrors. Yes. Uh, it's okay. Uh, my boyfriend is gay as well. God damn it. Um, uh, Mr. <laughs> Not that Peter, there's anything wrong with out, it. Uh, this dad joke segment is, uh, is a bust. It, 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 uh, there's no other way to say it there. I need to teach you uh, a dad joke. Uh, anywho, uh, the reason for my call is, uh, I have a cigar kind of confession, as it turns out. Uh, routinely, I, uh, put the lit and in my mouth. <laughs> but do you enjoy it? Well, uh, as it turns out, it's not actually my mouth. It is the mouth of a tramp that, uh, left me because she's a dirty fucking whore. <laughs> And uh, I needed to teach her a lesson, as it turns out, which is, uh, again, why I was on that court-ordered vacation. <laughs> it sounds like a violent crime. Not going to lie. <laughs> okay, well, uh, it, it sounds, sounds like violent. Got, it sounds like you got cut off, but, but there's another call here. I don't know if we should get There it goes. goes. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Jerry Blasky here. Uh, here's what I, here's uh, how we're going to do this phone call here. I am going to retrohale this uh, full-bodied cigar, as it turns out, uh, and I am going to tell a proper funny joke as I do it. Okay. All right, put on your seatbelts and get your mute buttons ready, as it turns out. Here we go. Take a pop here. Why do we let Jerry call? Breathe in through my uh, nose there. And it will factory land, and... Uh, there is no uh, reaction, as I am a man, as it turns out, a very old <laughs> and decrepit man, but a man nonetheless. Anywho's, uh, here we go, uh, Mr. Gator, take note. 
what did one child molester, oh as it turns out, God. say to the other child molester? I will give you two fives before a ten. Oh, God. Oh, my God. And that's the end of that call. Oh, my. Why do we do this? Oh, my God. What the hell's wrong with these people? <laughs> well, we know we know there's stuff wrong with Jerry Pulaski, mm-hmm. but, you know. All right. Well, God. It's nice Go- to hear from you again, Jerry. You haven't, know what? Heard, haven't heard from you in a while. So that you was, know what? Hold on. That was, that was good. Hold on. Okay. He challenged me, and I'm going to tell my joke now. Oh, we're doing that now? I'm doing it out of order. Okay. No, he threw down the gauntlet. Okay. With a really wretched, janky, decrepit joke. Okay. And I forget who I got this from. It it may have been, actually, I think it was uh, Super Dave Osborne. Of course. So these two old ladies are walking along, and they're in a park, and they walk across the bridge. And it's, it's a nice river, you know, in the middle of the park. It's kind of a neat little setting. And the one lady says to the other, I've always wanted to pee off this bridge. And the, her friend looks at her and goes, well, that's kind of odd, but we'll just do it. You know, I mean, what do you got to lose? So she climbs up on the rail, drops trowel, and she looks down. She says, hey, I'm going to pee in that canoe. And the lady looks over the rail and says, there's no canoe there. That's your reflection. Oh, my. Oh. Take that, Pulaski. Oh, my. Okay, well, moving on to the next call here. Um, yeah. Hey, guys, it's Rob. What's up, Rob? Uh, wanted to call you because I was listening to Friday's episode, and uh, Gator brought up, Nick, that, that you work on two podcasts, and I really like the work you do here on the pulpit, so it would be super interested to listen to, to any other podcast that you might be involved in. Um, if you could just leave the name when you, in your answer, um, love to find it on my uh, podcast catcher, as they're all known now. Let me clarify. Uh, thanks. Appreciate it. Stay safe and stay focused. Let me clarify. Oh, I don't know who clarify. I'm going to clarify. Nick produces a podcast. He's not necessarily on it. So it's not one you're going to hear him on, and it's got nothing to do with cigars or any of this. He has the equipment and he helps out someone with their podcast. Yes. So, yeah. yes. So don't bother trying to find it. You're not going to hear him. And, you know, it's not relevant. I've never been on it. No. Yeah. And you won't be. No. No. I've been banned. You you say too much. Not even shadow banned. I've just been flat out banned. Just flat out to just, your face. Yes. Just brought hard. This, no. Got a CD out in broad daylight and scratched, scratched it. Banned. Yeah. Yep. So. All right, moving on to the next question here. Hey, boys. Kingston from Wyoming. How Kingston. Hopefully all is well. I uh, just finished listening to your last podcast. Um, ba While dropping off some some criminales at the local jail. Okay. And one of them was a DUI. It got me thinking about that lady that it seemed like you guys were a little upset about it, how our criminal justice system works. Fair enough. The lady that uh, got a DUI on a... Lawnmower, I think. Yes, I, I covered that, that in my newspaper. Funny. Yeah, I got one ATV. Got one on um, a uh, what is it? A side by side. And then think about this one. I got two DUIs, one vehicle. What? Think about that. Okay. How did that work? Yeah. I'll explain exactly. to you later. Anywho, well, my question for you this week is going to be: How does that work? After listening to that podcast, uh, Gator kind of started out a little different. Um, but he still was able to annoy you, Nick. 
but he, you know, got the cellophane quickly taken care of. It was just a different gator, but he basically just used the same tack. Well, different tactic, but same gator. I thought it was a different gator, but it wasn't. It's still me. So I thought that was pretty, pretty smart on his part. Um, but my question Makes it is, because is um, if you were to liken yourselves to a duo, famous or otherwise, like oh I'm thinking, you know, MJ, Scotty Pippen, Harry and Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber, Abbott, Costello, whatever Ab- duo. Who would you, I guess, who would you be, I've each got of this. you? I've got and then this. what duo would it be? I guess Superman or Lewis Lane, Batman, Robin, could be fictional, nonfiction, whatever. Anyway, that's my question. Hope all is well. Stay smoky. Have a good one. Bye-bye. I, I know exactly what he's about to say. I'm ticking he's Arthur. God damn it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it right from the start. I knew exactly where you were about to go. I love the tick. I mean, you're very... That was putty. You're very tick-like. It was putty. Yeah, it's actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're just Arthur staring at me just, in disbelief. Just, God, yeah. It really does fit. Unfortunately. He's my sidekick. That's... The, and therein lies where things go wrong. I'm not your sidekick. But everyone thinks it. Not, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't know. It's just one of those things. People yes. also think I'm your dad, which is really disconcerting. Yeah, that that always amuses me when somebody asks me if you're. Which has dad. happened twice in the last week or two. Yeah, it's been happening a lot lately. Yeah, is that why you shaved? Yes, it is. <laughs> I noticed you show up at the movies the other day and you shaved like you know the beard off and yeah. you've gone down to the little like what is the Fu is Man? That, is that a no? It's not a Fu Man because you have the chin. See, the Fu Man is just the 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 mustache portion. But isn't this the chew part? No. I thought it was the Fu Man and then the Chew. No, no. I think technically, I think the technical term for that is a Van Dyke. Okay, I'll give it that. Yeah. The Dick? Dyke. The Dick Van Dyke. No, it's just a Van Dyke. Oh. What was yeah. his brother's name? Jerry. Jerry. Yep, Jerry yep. Van Dyke. Jerry Van Dyke. He was on Coach. He was. Or, was it Coach? Yeah, yeah he was, he was on, coach. on Coach. Yep. yep. Um, Jerry Van Dyke's fucking funny. Yeah. Because the goatee is just this. Yes. But then, because you have the mustache with the chin, that that creates the Van Dyke. Now, Nick knows there was one point where I shaved... Men's facial hair. I shaved my beard in, like, seven or eight different iterations. Is that the word? Oh, yeah. I had the mutton chops. Then I had the Fu Manchu. And then I went down to the mustache. And then I went down to the chaplain. Mm. But see, unfortunately, Jeff, after 1939... That mustache no longer was referred to as the chaplain, and yeah. it became the Hitler. Yeah. And I'm surprised they don't use my picture as a QAnon poster. I have the picture <laughs> that you sent me, because you were sending pictures out to everybody on a daily <laughs> basis with it was updates funny. of your of your mustache. Yeah. But then when you sent that one out, that's the one I kept, and I've still got it. Yeah. And I have Jeff with a Hitler stash. No, it's it's the chaplain. The Hitler stash. They even I'm sorry, it. Jeff. Once the man decided he was going to kill all the Jews, that's when it's true. That he, went out of style. He superseded Chaplin, and and he owned it at that point. <sighs> yeah. And now at this point, there's no going back. Well, it's, you know what? It's, it's funny. It's the Hitler on the Office. You might remember this. They made a reference to that because Pam was working at corporate and dressed up for Halloween, and didn't realize no one else dresses up at corporate for Halloween. Yeah, and then she said, you know, like well, she dressed up as Charlie Chaplin. She was like, yeah, and she. Had the little stash and she goes i could take my hat off but then i look like hitler yep yeah 
Yep. So even they made the joke in the office, which yeah. I thought was funny. But no, unfortunately, um, you you may want to try and claim that it was the chaplain, but it was the chaplain all day long. Hitler. I even had the little potatoes on forks. It was making the, them dance. It was. The, <laughs> it was the Hitler. It was. Did you like that? It was. That was good. Come on, that was a good throwback. That was a good throwback. That was a pulled that right out of Charlie, my ass. Charlie Chaplin throwback. Anyway, next question here. How's it going, pulpit? Eric Bloom calling from uh, Cook County. Oh. Baseball Candles, Eric Stevens. Eric. Um, smoking a Warzone by Espinosa, as I call. Uh, Toro size. Excellent. Cook County, so Warzone's um, appropriate. But I had a yeah. thought listening to one of your previous podcasts. Uh, up here in the uh, Chicago area, we have a number of different venues. Uh, the Willis Tower, downtown Chicago. Guaranteed rate field. Uh, home of the White Sox. Uh, also, the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater for music concerts here in the Chicago area. Have you guys ever thought that those names aren't the original names and you'll never call those places by their original names? For example, the Willis Tower. I refuse to ever call the Willis Tower the Willis Tower. It's the Sears Tower. Amen. It's always going to be the Sears Tower. Yep, I'll give you that. Or how about Guaranteed Rate Field for the White Sox? I mean, I guess it was called U.S. Cellular Field, but I'm not calling it that either. It's Comiskey Park Comiskey. today and forever. Yep. It's always going to be Comiskey Park. Uh, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. No. Uh, nor the First Midwest Bank Amphitheater or the Tweeter Center or the New World Music Theater. It's always going to be the World Music Theater to me because that was the original name and that was the name I grew up with. Yep. Similar to how you have the Washington Redskins, not the Washington football team. Uh, I I understand the reason why they sell name rights, but to me, they're always going to be their original names. My question for you guys and the pulpit at large is, what are some attractions or locations with different names today that you refuse to call by those new names because the original names will always take place? Uh, again, I appreciate the podcast. I did uh, take a gander into the YouTube to watch how the sausage was made. Interesting, a little bit different, but... <laughs> Uh, it was enjoyable nonetheless, so keep doing the YouTube also. But just wanted to reach out and uh, pose that question to you all. Uh, what's an attraction that you refuse to call by their new name because you're going to call it by the original name? You've known it for the entirety of your life. Uh, I appreciate everything you do. Uh, stay safe out there and stay smoky. Enjoy. So, okay, I've actually got three. Okay. So I'll start super hyper local and I'll branch out. So I grew up in Fairview Heights, Illinois. There's a park real there. close to St. Louis. There's a park there called Everett Moody Park. Yeah, I'm familiar. But the original name of it that I grew up knowing and knew forever was Long Acre Park. Long Acre is what I always knew it as as a kid. It was very recently, probably in the last 10 years, renamed after the first mayor of Fairview Heights, Everett Moody. Yep. And I will never, ever call it Everett Moody Park. It's always Long Acre Park. Okay. Just because it's just the way I know it. Well, yeah. The second one. Is where is the home of the St. Louis Blues? I don't even know the current name. I know it is the Keel or the Savas Center. Yep. Keel was the original. Keel Auditorium yep. was the first one. Then it because it was Keel Auditorium. It was and then Keel they Auditorium. added that onto it. And yep. and then and then it became the Savas Center when Savas got the naming rights. And they had it for a really long yeah, time. They did. And it was long enough to drill that in. But now it's whatever the hell it is, the Enterprise Center or yeah. whatever something like that. I don't I don't even know. Yeah. And then the last one 
is, I believe it is the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, but I'll always know it as Riverport. Yep. That was the original name. It's the Riverport Amphitheater out there in St. Charles. And uh, near St. Charles, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's not technically over the river. It's, it's, Fallon, no, not O'Fallon, Missouri. No, either. it's on the other side of the river from yeah. St. Charles. But the point is, anybody that's, I would say, what, 35 and above? Yep. It's Riverport. Riverport Amphitheater. It's Riverport. Yep. Nobody knows it as what the hell it is now, but it's it's Riverport. And I've actually had that get in my way before, because I'll find out I got tickets to something, and then I have to look up and see, like, where is this place? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, it's Riverport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you the other That's one. That's interesting, though. The other one with the blues. Yeah. I'm going to go old school here. Oh. Now, see, I the, thought about that. The barn. I know. I thought about the barn. But yep. the thing about the barn is, since it was tore down, I kind of don't talk about or think about it anymore. Yep. The old checker dome. The old checker dome. Yep. Purina was the naming right sponsor for yep. it, and it had the Purina checkerboard, and that was the old checker dome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those were the days, man. That was a place to watch a hockey game. Yeah. You may not be old enough. I, I'm not old enough. When did no. they tear that down? Uh, you would have been a kid, I bet. I was a kid, yeah. and I'll be honest, I don't know the I've actually that. been to the checker dome. I've been to the old barn, you'd and have, I miss it. You'd have to Google that. I don't, there I don't was know something, the answer to that. There was something kind of, uh, I don't even know, nostalgic. Even even when you were there, it felt nostalgic. Well, that's where, correct me if I'm wrong, the St. Louis Hawks, back when we had a briefly had an NBA team yeah. before they moved to Atlanta. You know, that's where they played. Yep. Yep. I believe you're uh, accurate. Bob Costas got his uh, announcing career going. I don't know if a lot of people know that. Costas basically started out here in St. Louis. started off in St. Louis, exactly. A lot of good broadcasters come out of St. Louis. Yep. Well, think about it. Harry Carey came out of St. Louis. What was it? Was it? it Well, got ran out of St. Louis. There was the ABA team, too. Was it the St. Louis Spirits? I think it was the Spirits. It might have been the Spirits. They were the ones that played with the red, white, and blue ball. Yeah, yeah, yep. there was it was the uh, American Basketball yep. Association or whatever before they all merged and became the NBA. They talk about that in in length and semi pro. There's an entire documentary all about the St. Louis Spirits, and it's amazing. Really, and Bob Costas is all in it and everything. He talks about announcing for him and whatnot. It was really, really yeah. good. Yeah, Bob Costas. Actually, you know what's really funny? He's a good broadcaster. The guys, I'm tr- I'm I'm remembering this off the top of my head. I'm finishing so, up, by the way. So I'm down. Look at this. God, you are just look at that. Anyway, yeah. Um, I'm remembering this off the top of my head, so I'm going to get some facts wrong. But the brothers, I think it was brothers, that owned the St. Louis Spirits. They had it for like a year or two. Okay. And then came the big merger of the leagues yeah. to create the NBA that we all know now. Yep. And the Spirits were going to be left out, and oh, as that's right, part of the deal. As part of the deal for them to go away quietly or something like that, basically these brothers got like the the broadcast rights for I'm wanting to say TV. Um, I'm thinking it was, I don't know if it was TV in general or just cable for the NBA and for like this area wow. or something like that. Dude, they make so much money good for them off of that like you'll have to look it up but i'm I'm, i know i'm getting this wrong but the long and short of it is they made what at the time everybody thought was like a horrible deal and it turned out to be like the sports deal of all time well you hear about that all time well like stars on shows where they take a smaller salary but back in the day they got rights to the like 
rebroadcast to the syndication. And they're living large on that now. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yep, that's no, awesome. I mean, it's it. It was an interesting situation, but yeah, no, there's a lot of sports history there, but, but no, in terms of places locally, I would say, you know, the, the blues auditorium, mm-hmm. uh, Riverport and then that little, little park. This also makes me think let's, I'm going to take it in a different direction. Okay. What are some stores that aren't around anymore that you miss? Venture. Venture. Do you, you Venture. hit it? You hit the nail on the head. Venture was, I don't know if it was just in St. Louis. I don't know. But it was a great store. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And then the old Famous and Bar, which became Famous Bar, and I think Nacy's ended up buying them out, correct? Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Those were, Venture, man, Venture was a going thing. It was kind of like a Target. Yeah. You know? It was really good. But it was nice. Yep. I think they had the black and white stripes. Yep. That was their logo. Yep. Yeah. I'm trying to remember any others. I don't know. But- well, there aren't many Kmarts left. I'm pretty sure there's probably no Kmart's left. I don't know. I don't know if there's any. I don't think there are any in St. Louis. I know Kmart and Sears, they did their whole merger, and I'm yep. pretty sure that both of them are dead now. There's still some Sears stores. Are a few. There are a couple around. They might be independently owned ones. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, moving on to the next question. Okay, then. Nick, Gator, Frank again. Um, I feel honored Frank. that I was Adam Zodicult, actually. I don't know why. <laughs> Kind of feel special, kind of like a small group of us. Um, a follow up to about the, the question you had about Disney World. Um, I was not down there when uh, the child was unfortunately God, taken by the still can't believe you said that alligator. Um, it's good that happened a year after I left. Um, however, I do have a story that um, we actually had a kid die. Um, oh, I was working at the time, not at that pool, mm. I was working across the lake. It happened at the Fort Wilderness Campground. Um, the kid was riding his bike along the road. As one of the buses was passing, he fell into the road and got ran over. Um, oh, no. It happened right by the pool, so both lifeguards just responded to the scene. Um, we're taught to do a head tilt and jaw thrust to open their airway to do CPR, and from what I told, the kid's jaw just fell apart. Um, the life, one of the lifeguards that responded quit on the spot and went to work in recreation, which is basically just running out bicycles, and the other lifeguard stayed on, but she was more of a veteran and experienced. Um, my question this week, I just finally got to watch Shang uh, Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. Nick, I know you saw that in theaters. Uh, I'd like to hear your opinions about it. I thought it was actually pretty good, and I like to tie in at the end with a uh, um, Doctor Strange kind of uh, Storyline. Both of those tie everything together. Um, stay smoky, boys. Stay safe. Um, I t- have not seen it. Took me a minute to realize exactly what he said because it was a little like kind of muddled there. But yeah. um, uh, Shang Chi and yep. the Legend of Ten Rings. Yeah, I thought it was good. I liked it because um, what I'm liking about the new Marvel movies is that since we kind of hit the end of the main big storyline that was overarching uh, with. Uh, Avengers Endgame really was the was the end, but then you had that that Spider Man. What was it? No, um, uh, Far From Home. That one um, kind of was the little like epilogue to the end of that whole deal. Mm-hmm. And arguably, I guess Black Widow was kind of the end of that, but it was kind of also a little bit of a bridge into the new stuff. Yeah. Um, what's been nice is starting with Black Widow and going with 
Shang-Chi and the Eternals is that um, they've been very self-contained movies. Yeah. Like, you don't have to have seen all these other ones, but, like, if you have, you get more out of it. But that was kind of where I was getting with with the Marvel movies kind of near the end of that first wave of, of the story. You know, my God, for you to see um, Captain Marvel, for you to see any of these older, these these more recent, but tail end of that storyline kind of movies, both the Avengers, uh, Infinity War and Endgame, you know, you needed to have seen like so many other yeah. movies in order to which even was marketing gold. It was marketing gold in that, like you know, it was kind of like a sequel to a sequel to a sequel to a sequel. Yeah. But you know, at the same time, at some point, you're going to lose somebody, and it makes it hard to bring in somebody new. You know, it's like I can't bring somebody to go see Avengers Endgame with me if they've never seen a Marvel movie because it's like, well, now I got to explain seventeen other movies to yeah. them. You know, whereas now it's like, hey, let's go see Shang Chi. It's not that big of a deal, you know. Yeah, you might say, "Oh, hey, who's that? That you know, Asian guy at the end? Well, that's Wong. He he's with Doctor Strange. Well, who's Doctor Strange? Oh, well, let's go watch Doctor Strange. Yeah, you know, it's not that big of a deal. But yeah, I I, I like how it's become a little bit more self-contained. Now you do have the TV shows, and the TV shows on Disney Plus have set up a lot of stuff that I think are going to be really important into the movies here soon. I finally, and I would say Spider-Man No Way Home uh, coming out in December is probably going to be the first one where you are going to need some that's bit of... That's the multiverse. Yeah, you're going to need some bit of background from you're gonna some need of the other things. to go back and watch every Spider-Man movie that's been made. I have a feeling. Yeah, I mean, I think you would get more out of it if that were the case, but... Because yeah. um, it's going to reference a lot of... But I would also go Other so time far lines, to right? say that WandaVision and Loki are probably just as important as maybe some of those two. Yeah. So I finally made it through WandaVision. It it actually turned out really well. It took a while for me. Yeah. But I, I have not it. watched any of Loki. Loki's fun. I mean, if if you like the character, I mean it's fun. It's yeah. got Luke Wilson in it. Luke or Owen? One of the Wilsons. It's got a Wilson. It's got a Wilson. I think it's Luke. I think it's Luke. I don't know. Maybe it's Owen. Maybe Owen. It's Owen. I don't know. It's Whatever. From the train reference. Who was the one that always goes, wow? I think it's o- Owen. With a wow. I have no idea. Dude, he does it in like every movie. It's always Owen Wilson. Wow. He kind of, you got to get the nasal kind of up here. You know, wow. Well, okay. So <laughs> which one was in Wedding Crashers? I don't know. That's Luke, right? Her. Okay, so Owen was the one that was in uh, Old School. Which one was in Rush Hour? There no, was a neither Wilson one. In Rush Hour. Neither one. Never mind. What am I? Oh, I'm thinking Shanghai Nights. That was the one that uh, Jackie Chan did <laughs> with one Hour. of the Wilsons. Rush Hour was it's Jackie Chan. Movie. Jackie Chan with uh, Chris. Chris, not Chris Rock. No. What Chris was that? Tucker. Chris Tucker. Like you knew. You're sitting there just waiting for me to I, pull no, it out No, I actually did know. I was wondering if you were going to be able to figure it out. Mm. I figured you'd, you'd get Kevin Hart in there, too, somewhere. Mm. It was too early for Kevin Hart. I knew that. Dude, I watched a great movie the other night. Okay. Okay. And what does this have to do with anything? Just, we're just doing our thing We're just now. doing okay. our thing, yeah. <laughs> I think it's... Is it Red... 
Red Note? Red Notice. Red Notice. It's on Netflix dude. with The Rock and uh, dude, it is so good. Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. It is so good. I've seen previews and it looks pretty good. I almost got into an argument with my ex-wife. Okay. Because she says she doesn't get Gal Gadot. And I do not understand that at all. How do you not get Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot is gorgeous. I was going to say, how does anyone not get Gal yeah. Gadot? And she's a badass. She was like in the Israeli security forces. And I think shit. your ex-wife is just wanting to pick a fight with you. <laughs> it may have been. I really think that's the case because there's no there's other, no way. No everybody gets Gal Gadot. I would say everybody yeah. gets Gal Gadot. I don't understand. I, I don't know. I mean, she's Wonder Woman, for God's sake. She's also going to play the um, Wicked Queen in the upcoming live-action uh, Snow White. Is she really? Yep. Ooh, that'll be yep. good. No, and I'll tell you, The Rock's really good in it, and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, my God, he just makes the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a really good show. Again, what, Netflix? Mm, yeah, I think it's on Netflix yeah. now. Yeah, it's well, actually well out, worth the time to watch. It's actually out in theaters, but then it came to Netflix like two weeks or so after it was in theaters. Yeah. So you have your choice. You can either super, watch it at home or watch it in the theater. Super but good. I would just say watch it at home yeah. at this point. Yeah, it's really it's worth the time. There Absolutely. All right. Well, we uh, have some more calls here. Okay. Hey, guys. It's Glenn. What's up, Glenn? Just wanted to wish you both a very happy and healthy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Appreciate my that. My three cigars you, this week are going to be for my Thanksgiving treat. The Atabay Ritos, a Byron Grand Proema, and a Sober Mesa Brulee. Damn, dude, you are treating yourself. Yeah, he is. My question for you this week is, what is your favorite Thanksgiving um, uh, treat or uh, activity that you like to do to celebrate Thanksgiving? I got this. Beyond the actual turkey dinner. I don't have this Thanks. Anymore. Have a great Thanksgiving. Stay smoky. Talk to you next week. Okay. Later, Glenn. I'm going to address this, but I'm going to break his question up a little bit. Okay. So Thanksgiving, one, okay, for activities, my, my favorite thing to do is to go watch a movie on Thanksgiving evening. Okay. I've always, I've done that many, many years in a row. I do that on Christmas and I also do it on New Year's Day. Those are my, those are days that traditionally I would go watch a movie, but back to the Thanksgiving dinner, because that's what I'm focused on right now. Since we're a few days out, the turkey's good. Okay. I I get it. You got to make a turkey. You do. And yeah, you got to make, you got to make the bird. What are you about to say? Honey baked ham. You savage. Oh, nope. It's all about the honey baked ham guys and fucking totally disagree with you. Thanksgiving is the one day that the bird takes center stage ham. No. You can do ham on Christmas, you can do ham on Easter, and but you Thanksgiving should. is the freaking turkey day. No. The honey baked ham is the highlight of the show. Totally disagree with you. 100% disagree with you. You've never been more wrong. You have two holidays for ham. Thanksgiving is the bird day. Every holiday for it's ham. Just, no, it's not. Yes. It's just not. Yeah. No. Yeah. Thanksgiving is for turkey. And have you had honey baked ham? Yes, I have. Thank you. It's incredible. And you know when I have it? Christmas and Easter. It's not a freaking Thanksgiving thing. Thanksgiving is for the bird. Do you have do you have any idea how many hams they sell at Thanksgiving? A lot. And it's I had a to bunch call of the savages. other day and it's reserve a, it's a, a ham. bunch of savages that get ham. I've got my ham on reserve right oh, now. Oh, damn it. No, it's a freaking bird day. There are a lot of things that I like to make, like homemade. 
honey baked ham trumps any ham I could ever make. It's the greatest thing ever. Well, yeah, because it's got the candy clo- candy coating. Exactly. It's got that glaze that's yeah. just like caramelized and thick and candy-like. Yep. And everything. It's so good. But it's good for Easter and Christmas. It's not a Thanksgiving thing. We'll just have to agree that you're wrong. <laughs> that's not how this works. <laughs> no. And then in terms of Thanksgiving, I mean... Dude, I know you're saying anything other than the meal, but for me, uh, the, meal, the meal the meal is what it's about. I mean, I we're mean, fat guys. Come exactly. On. I mean, come on. You know, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because it's it's perfect. You get the giant meal, and there's no obligation to have to buy presents for everybody. Exactly. That's Christmas's problem is that I have to go out and spend a ton of money on gifts for everybody, and then I get the giant meal. I just want the giant meal. Yeah. I don't want to have to buy a bunch of shit for everybody. Nope. You know, now so give me Thanksgiving all day long. Let me point this out. <sighs> Kristen's mom, and and she uses her the grandmother's recipe. Kristen's actually her her dad's mom's recipe, but Kristen's mom makes it, and she does the mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. There's a trick, and I just learned this like in the last two years. Okay, because they're so good. You know what the trick is? No. You make the mashed potatoes like you normally would, a little bit of milk, you know, the butter, all that in there. Uh, they had cream cheese. Oh, my God. Okay. It takes it up a notch. Okay. Yeah. I just gave away a family, like, secret there. They're going to kill you for it. They're, hopefully, they don't listen. Uh, you know your ex-wife listens. She does. Hopefully, it'll be after Thanksgiving, and she won't be mad by she then. To- <laughs> Maybe. It's, it's, hopefully, she'll wait a couple of weeks to listen. Anyway. But you mix in cream cheese with your mashed potatoes, guys, you're going to thank me. I just, you know. It's a highway. I love I love Thanksgiving. Yeah. So. Stuffing. Are you a big stuffing fan? Not particularly. Oh, my God. I love stuffing. Not particularly. I love stuffing. I do a little bit on the plate really? that I eat with the turkey. But, Kristen, like, by and large, I don't do a lot of it. Kristen also makes a corn casserole. And it, okay. it's reminiscent. You know how you go to the uh, Mexican place and you get that little ball of, like, corn? Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like a mix between like cream corn, sweet corn, and, and like uh, a cakey thing. Yeah, yeah, like like cornbread. Yeah, and she makes that, and it's so good. Okay, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, and I actually like to make homemade cranberry sauce. Have you ever done that? No. Put those in and cook them down with some sugar. Oh man! And then, very, in very terms good. of uh, any other Thanksgiving related kind of like things. I will admit, I'm the guy that goes out and buys the St. Louis Post-Dispatch that day yes. so that I get that massive newspaper that's nothing but inserts, yes. and then I will sit down. Which is like 4 or $8 now. It's really Which expensive. Which is freaking stupid. It is. Well, see, and here's the bullshit, guys, and we're going to give you a little newspaper insight Inside here. Inside baseball. So, the freaking Post-Dispatch or whatever big paper is in your area, yep. they charge you more. For the addition yes. on Thanksgiving, because it has all these inserts, right? Yep. They're getting paid to put all those inserts into the newspaper. Yes. So now they're making money from the from the companies to put the ads in. They're making more money on you to buy the newspaper. But let's say you actually are one of the few people that still have a newspaper subscription. Which well, God, let's say daily which, newspaper. God love you if you do. Yeah. Let's say daily but, newspaper, because the weeklies are still doing very well, right. and that gets confusing. Anyway, so the point is, let's say you're one of those people. What ends up happening is they then ding you credits for those uh, bigger editions. So like Thanksgiving, it'll count as maybe like two newspapers instead of one off your subscription. Do you know what that's called? 
No. Mathers Pricing. Well, it's bullshit. There, there is this group. It's called Mathers, and they're like accounting, and they do this special pricing. So if you buy a year subscription to a big daily newspaper or any daily newspaper, and they put special sections in, they'll put a dollar amount on the front of that special section. Have you ever seen that? Okay. Yeah. Well, what they do is every one of those they do, and some of them will will list it and say, we'll, we'll do up to 12 of these a year. Every one of those, they're going to ding you for a buck or two bucks. Those come off of your year subscription. So your year might not technically run out till say, October 31st, but you're going to get your bill in the middle of September or the, or the end of August because they've added those special sections in like they do with the holiday editions. Uh-huh. They charge you more for them, and they take the money away from your subscription. Yep. It's, it, I think it's theft. I think it's wrong. And it's but something do my it. industry does that I do not agree with. But they do it. Yep. So anyway, but I do like sitting down, looking through the ads and figuring out what kind of stuff I'm going to like yeah. go and buy on Black Friday. Because I am one of those Black Friday guys. I'll go out and get my stuff on Black Friday. Well, and you know me. I've, I've actually never. Let me let me make sure I'm not lying here. To To my knowledge, I've never bought anything on Amazon. Oh. I'm not saying somebody hasn't bought it for. They haven't bought something for me that I got. I don't have an Amazon account. I mean, I, I don't have Prime. I've bought stuff on Amazon. I have not. I buy. I, I buy stuff locally. But I like going out. At like, I've bought a couple of things on eBay that were, you know, like antique kind of things are hard to find. I like going out at like four thirty in the morning and you know yep. throwing bows to get like you know two dollar DVDs. Yeah, it's just something. Well, you know. didn't even have to do that last year. You were the only one in the store. It's true. Last year at I went Best Buy. I went to Best Buy last year to do my annual. You know, movie buying because that's what I'll do, man. I'll just, I'll, I won't buy like movies all year long, and then on Black Friday I go and I buy like a big stack of them for like you know thirty bucks that I would have normally gotten like two movies for thirty bucks, you know, yeah. and everything. And uh, I'll, I'll get all caught up on one day. And but you're right, last year I walked in, got my movies, and I was out twenty minutes later. And the only reason I was in there twenty minutes is because after I got everything, I just meandered around the store and looked around a little bit. Because were there ten people in the whole store? Dude, I walked right up to a register. Everybody was pulling up front, waiting there for them to no, bring stuff out. To no, them. Lo- oh no. yeah, no. If I would have done the curbside pickup, I'd have been there for hours. But no. because I was willing to throw a mask on and go inside, pff, easy yeah. peasy. It was great. So good stuff. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. I like looking through the ads. There's just something like very comforting about that. After you have that big Thanksgiving meal and you just spread all the inserts out and everybody. Grabs the ones they want and goes through them and passes them around. We do that every year. I need to decide what cigar is going to be my post-meal cigar this year. Ooh. It's like, you know, that's I important. I haven't put any thought into that. That's important. When you've got your, you know, gut full of Thanksgiving meal, you know, and everything, yeah. you got to go out and have a cigar. And, I mean, I can go out to the ice tent, but I don't know what you're going to do. But I'll go out on the back deck. Okay. Well, and I'm going to uh, split time. Um, we're having dinner at, uh, you know, the ex's house. But then I'm also going over to my aunt in Freeburg, Illinois, which is only a half hour away, and going to have have second meal there. Are you really? I am. Well, so that's good. Yeah. Addie and I are going to run over and see the see the family on my side over there for that. Well, so there you go. Normally, they have it down further down in southern Illinois, and it's just logistically, it's like an hour and a half drive to get there, yeah. and it's just, yeah. it's a whole thing, you know. And Well, you can come by. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'll bring Addie by. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know. I'll be real close to you. I'll be on Press Road, of all places. Well, there you go. Literally five minutes from your place. There you go. Yep. Okay. 
Well, guys, that's been this week's Ask the Boys. If you have any uh, comments, questions, or whatever, um, it obviously makes the segment work. So give us yep. a call uh, on the hotline, area code 863-874-0000. And as Jeff pointed out, it can be sponsored by uh, whoever, and we can hold up a, you know, inmates. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll do better with graphics as we go along, right? <laughs> right. It's a learning curve. Oh, it's nothing but a learning curve. Yeah. Right, right now, we're just trying to get our feet underneath. Why anybody wants to watch getting us, I the, don't know. Getting the audio right and everything yeah. else. So, you know, whatever. But anyway, that's been this week's Ask the Boys. All right. So. I've had I'm, a long stretch of no cigar. I was going to say, I'm down to what? Final. Third. Third-ish. Yeah. Of this. Um, How did mine smoke so much faster my, than yours? My end is mangled as hell, partially because I cut it badly and partially because I've. it looks like I've been chewing on it, but I really haven't. But I don't know. It's, I will say pulling the pigtail worked really well. Yeah, you're smoked better. It I could did. tell. Like you were bellowing smoke and everything. Yep. I've been having to really take draws off this in yep. order to get it going. It's a, a, a little tighter than uh, on a draw than uh, maybe yours was. I don't know. But I mean- it's not been a bad cigar. I mean, smoking wise, um, like I said, mine's been a little tighter, but the uh, but the flavors have been good. Yep. Um, I've done a few retro hails. Very and, good cigar. Uh, you know the the spice on the retro hails there. It is a good cigar. The Dreamer by Luciano. The Fiat Lux. Hmm? What? No. Hmm. No. I'm still stuck on the box over here. This is the Dreamer. Yes. That's the Fiat Lux over oh, there. Oh, okay. Different cigars. I'm so confused. I guess this one is maybe like part of the collection or something. I don't know. It has Fiat Lux on the band. It but does. It's, but it's the Dreamer. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's part of Fiat Lux collection. See, I'm getting it right now. You are. You're not calling it the Flat Lux anymore. Progress. So that's, that's a plus. Progress. Anyway. Well, so moving on. So coming up on Friday, we'll have another selection from mymonthlycigars.com. We're going to have, um, is that the last Friday of the month? It is. It is, That'll yes. be the final selection from the November My Monthly Cigars box. Are we down to one? And I thought we had two left. No, we're down to okay. one. That's why I was like thinking, I'm like, I think we're That's right, because we one. started on Tuesday and then did Friday. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yep. So no, we're down to one, and uh, that'll be Friday. And then after that will be the uh, Tuesday, November thirtieth episode, and uh, I don't really know what's going on there. I'm I'm messaging with like four different people trying to yep. figure out like scheduling wise, you know, when we can get them on, and it's just been kind of weird with you know the holiday and everything else, trying to find the time. But to, after that, uh, to make it work. But after that, guys, we have a surprise for you. But Jeff, we can't talk about that. No, no. no. Can't talk about that. It's like Fight Club. Yeah, you can't. First rule: you can't talk about it. Yeah, and I need to kill you now because you did. We have a surprise. Anyway, so Nick, we mentioned my monthly cigars. What is my monthly cigars? My monthly cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a box of cigars sent to your door every month. 
We uh, they come in a variety of size boxes. They yep. come in the Robusto box, which is four cigars for thirty dollars. There's also the El Presidente, uh, box, which is what we do, which is eight cigars for fifty dollars. It's two of everything in the Robusto box. Both of those are covered by an MSRP guarantee, stating that the value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. Yep. And if you use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, get you free shipping on the first box, or it gets you 20% off any of the items on Nick's online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. Now, guys, the thing that you want to look into is you want to go, I don't I don't know if it's available on MyMonthlyCigars.com or if it's just over at FuckingGoodCoffee.com. Yep. I need to make a sign. But uh, you do. Yep. You do. You, maybe next week. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Friday. But... Um, um, you got to try the daily press. Yes, our 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 coffee. It's it's the it's the fucking coffee that we have uh, partnered with Nick there on, and uh, you know you heard us do the tastings and everything like that. It's all finalized, set and ready. You can get your bag of daily press coffee, yep. and if you're a member of the Scar Pulpit Parishioners Group, you'll see that even Dave Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan they were drinking did. the daily press up there at Two Guys Cigars Smoke Shop. And so, thank you for that, guys. Yes, very much. Thank you. That was very kind of you. And, now, the um, reason it's daily press, I want to point this out. So you've got a cigar press. Uh-huh. You've got a coffee press, mm-hmm. you know, depending on how you make your coffee. And then we have our newspapers, which are printed on a press. Exactly. So it's all encompassing for all en- what we do. All encompassing. Yes. All encompassing. Yep. It's a good. It's a good. It's a. It's a merger. It's yes. A good merger. Good branding. Good branding. Yep. Yeah. But uh, but it's good coffee. And yeah, it really is. I'm not a coffee drinker, and I even say it's good coffee. So I am, seriously. and I really like it. So get on over there and try some of the Daily Press fucking good coffee. There you go. F a h. K-I-N-G. So, Nick, as we wrap up here, um, how do folks reach out to us on the socials? We are available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. You know it's mine. We're also on Facebook, where we've got that Cigar Pulpit Persons group that I just mentioned. We're also Probably the only reason to be on Facebook right now. Really, truly. I mean, we're on Twitter, and I mean, we're on YouTube. We are. You You can watch these on YouTube if you want. I don't really know, you know. Still, I mean, still no MeWe, right? No. no. Well, I mean, I have a personal MeWe, but yeah. like, we don't have like any sort of pulpit presence on MeWe. Yeah. And then, uh, guys, we need your questions for Ask the Boys. Area code 863-874-0000. Thanks for saying that slower. I ain't no problem. Thank you, Dave, for pointing it out. I was told to point to do yeah. that. Yeah. When Dave Garofalo tells you to do something, you, you kind of listen. I mean, the guy knows what he's talking I about. I'm saying. There you go. Mm-hmm. So what else you got? Well, you have show notes. I haven't gone over. Them. I know you haven't. You're completely ignoring them, and they're sitting like right here. So it was going to be your joke next. Way but over you, there, you you jumped the joke, so that's fine. I was prompted. You I did. was challenged. You did. A gauntlet was thrown down. You did. You yeah. jumped the joke. Um, so before we get into final thoughts on the cigar, I mean, I, I mean, I guess we could do that now. I mean, yeah. pretty much kind of. I'm done, and I really, really enjoyed it. This was a good cigar. Mm-hmm. Like, I will smoke this again. I liked it. I don't mind smoking a Lancero. I know you don't like it because you think it makes your f- fingers look fat, but I like a, a Lancero. It's not just that. I like the taste of the wrapper, and especially, like, you know, I'll, I'll reference the cigars behind us, the Aladino sitting back here. I really like that Aladino Cameroon in the Elegante Lancero, whatever you want to call it. Yep. I really like that cigar for the same reason. 
I also, my problem typically is smoking too fast with Lanceros. Yep. I will say I have not really had that problem with this one. Yep. I have slowed down my smoking for it, um, but I haven't had any real runs or anything like that. Um, and you managed to like burn through yours in record time. Yeah, so, I, I mean, you know, evidently the dreamer doesn't have a problem with, uh, with runs and everything. I was smoking it so. like it was my job. There you go. <laughs> there's there's images coming to mind, but I'm gonna just ignore it and move on. But we have a surprise next week. Why? Why do you gotta do that? Because I'm teasing it. I get it. It's but a like, tease. Anyway, um, a surprise. So no. So the last thing I wanted to do, and uh, you know, Glenn brought it up on his call, is um, that yes, Thanksgiving is coming up. Yes. And so I thought it would be nice to not only wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving from us, Aww. but also to ask you, Jeff, what are you thankful for? This podcast. Really? really? Among other You're things. You're going to go cheesy and you know do that? I'm thankful for the listeners. Because well, what's the point of doing I mean, this? I, no, I agree. I'm people thank- don't listen. Why are you picking on them? I'm not picking on them, but I'm saying... I want to apologize for Nick's behavior right here, folks. That's not what I'm saying. It's not indicative of how we feel about the show. It's not what I I'm don't saying. Know you know it. why he's doing that. You know exactly what I'm getting at. You, 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 I mean, like... I'm thankful for you, even if he's not. Okay. Well, all right. Well, if we're just going to go down that road. I mean, obviously, I'm thankful for the listeners. I'm thankful to, you know... Uh, Husto and the fine folks at JRE Tobacco for you know sponsoring the. the He's studio. redeeming himself. I'm thankful for Dan and everybody here at Riverman for yep. not only letting us have somewhere to do this when it's cold outside, and it but is. then also you know sponsoring the cut and being such a great you know retail partner for us. Dan's been a good friend to us. You know I'm thankful to Nick over at My Monthly Cigars for providing us boxes yep. that we can we can have fun opening and smoking every month as well as you know going in on a coffee with us for god's sakes i mean so i thought that was really cool you know what else we're going to be grateful for what's that the person that sponsors our hotline (laughs) (laughs) so if you're a manufacturer and you're listening to this right now that's probably something you want to jump on before somebody else does because you're going to kick yourself when you don't i mean you know there's opportunities available but yes i don't you know i think the hotline is right at the top of the list jeff is shilling hard i'm shilling the hotline anyway but uh yeah yeah. Otherwise, you know, 2021, look, looking back, 2021 is probably, everybody shits on 2020. Let me just say this. The last two years have sucked balls. Yeah, but I would go so far as to say 2021 has sucked. Yes. Worse. Harder and yes. worse than 2020. Yeah, it 2020, has. it seemed like it sucked, but everybody kind of like stopped. We got a break for a minute. And so because it stopped... You know, yeah, exactly. You kind of were able to take a bit of a break, and it was it, it sucked, but it was equally sucky for everyone. Yeah. But this year, it seems like it's still sucking, but you also have to find a way to get back to normal. Yep. And that's not easy, and it has just it sucked exponentially Plus, more this year. Let's be honest. You've got all the bullshit about whether or not to get the vaccine, and you've got people who last year were considered heroes in healthcare. And now a bunch of them are being let go from their jobs because they're in healthcare and they don't want to get the shot. Just let that sink in for a minute. These people have dealt with this thing for a year and a half, going on two years. They don't want to get the shot. They've got reasons for that, right or wrong, whatever they may be. But they're getting fired now because of that. So this year has sucked for a lot of people. 
and I just want it to be over. I don't know if it's going to get any better just because the calendar flips, it, but I'm hoping yeah. that there's some advancement yeah. in 2022. Yeah. And, now, and if you've, get, you've gotten the shot, I'm not mad at you for getting the shot. It's your body. It's your choice. You do that. But if somebody doesn't want to, I don't think they should get fired for it. I'm watching my friends in the military right now grapple with this because they can't get promotions anymore and they can't reenlist. It's going to really hurt a lot of people. And you know what? Maybe there's a reason they don't want to get the shot. And maybe we should listen to them a little bit and see what their reasons are. 2021 also brought us Tiger King 2. So I'm okay with that. (laughs) Because I watched the first two episodes of that last night, yep. and let me tell you, man, did you know that Joe Exotic was a police chief? Yeah, I, I've seen he the first was like episode. The freaking youngest police chief in, in Texas. Texas history, yeah. And whatnot. I mean, like, I mean, freaking Joe Exotic was a cop. He was also stripping for the mayor. Well, yeah. Well, they were raising money for a fire truck. They needed a fire truck. And he got so, up on the pole, so he got up on the pole yeah. to you know let women jam dollar bills into his tree string to go towards the fire truck yeah you know i mean good on him i guess I mean, yeah he's got it he flaunted it i guess you know you know you gotta get a fire truck somehow yeah but uh no so i mean you i know. just find that very so we odd got that we got that the police chief of the town is stripping for the female mayor of the town a lot going on there i mean this is why small newspapers are good yes because like wacky shit happens in small towns. Yeah, it does because so. we're all nuts. Anyway, yep. Well, Jeff, I enjoyed the Luciano Dreamer very much. So very thankful to Dan for giving us a warm place to do this tonight. Yes, thank you. And uh, otherwise, unless- we got to say thank you to the brother back here. I too. I was going to say, Little John's been manning the fort and he's been cleaning around us and everything because I think technically we're technically we're, we're closed we're past closing time. Yep. So um, anyway. But we don't have to go home, but we can't stay here. Not for very much longer. So anyway, so guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Let's stare it out. Signs were a nice touch. I thought so. Yeah. I mean, should I point out to everybody you made them and not me? No. No. I just did. I mean, there's your Easter egg, guys. Let's be real. It should be obvious given the fact that, you know, that would require some effort and work on your part. It's true. Yeah. It's true.